play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. It is Eric, and this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 154. Eric, thank you for joining me. How you doing? Oh, it feels so good just saying that intro again after I've been rogue for the last about two months. <laughs> right? It's, it's yeah. great. It, it's time for one of these. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. I am glad you're back. Missed having you on the show. It, it, it's probably boring for everybody to listen to just me talking and not us talking together, talking to each other. Sometimes it's weird talking to yourself or to people that you don't actually see. That is the problem of a lot of a podcast of if they can't handle the if they can't handle talking singly to themselves. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I really feel like I, I become a radio DJ at that point. This <laughs> <laughs> is a podcast, not a broadcast. Right. So. You're, how are you doing? Let everybody know. They've all been missing you. Uh, uh, you know, I've been trying to spread some information a little bit here and there uh, just to kind of keep everybody informed that you are coming back when you can. And boom, here you are today. We are doing social distancing. Plus, uh, Eric has some, you know, some limitations of his own at the moment. No driving and such. But Eric, go ahead and tell us uh, what you've been up to. How you feeling? Well... Been, I'm still in the uh, stage of recovery uh, after my first surgery, which is just uh, waiting for the swelling on my head to go down. This is swelling that was implemented from the surgery, and it was just a bunch of liquid to help uh, keep my brain cushioned and uh, not have any not have any further damage happen to it. Because uh, the only damage that I had happened with my accident were uh, two hemorrhages. One was in the front, one was in the back, so it got rattled around. Uh, but it was enough to uh, uh, give a surgery, uh, drain out anything that was bad. I don't know all the details on that, but I have been, but I have been out, still walking, still talking, uh, just some things I'm trying to get back into in my normal life. And this is one of them. Even if I'm doing it over the phone, it's still, it's just, it just feels good to be back in with, uh, with involvement with this thing because it's one of the things i always love doing every week that is awesome and it's good to have you back i've been doing two episodes a week just because people have been on lockdown so there's so much music why not why not let's all connect together one fashion or another and let's listen to some music together and so we've been doing cranking out two a week for the past couple weeks wow i didn't i didn't even notice a pattern on that but yeah you got you gotta love dustin for his uh, consistency right yeah, a lot of good music, and so, uh, you know, not going out, not visiting people, that's what we're all doing worldwide, unfortunately. So connect one way or another, and we're going to connect by meeting up. We're going to record, listen to some music, and then everybody else can 
pull it up and we'll connect that way, listen to the same music. And there's no shortage of new music coming out. I've been talking about tons of great stuff. Before I read down our list of what has come out and what will be coming out, is there anything that you've been listening to while you've been recovering and getting better and such? Uh, Anything that you've heard recently or looking forward to coming out? Well, I can... uh... I can answer that question with one answer. It is the band Fake Names. They have a, they have just signed to Epitaph, and they are a supergroup. And part of the supergroup are some names I'm sure you will all recognize. We have Brian Baker, who we know from Minor Thread, Back Nasty, Bad Religion. Uh, there's also some more DC coming in with uh, Michael Hampton, who has been in Embrace and SOA. Uh, but then we have the the amazing vocalist, Dennis Lixin from Refused. And I've lost track of how many other side projects he's been in, but that is his main one. That's awesome. And then we also have Johnny Temple, uh, I guess filling in on drums. That's what I, that's what I assume. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is just a... So this is a super group. They have an they do have an album coming out in a in a few days. They up on Epitaph's website that I'm looking at now. They have the album which is self titled coming out May eighth of this year. But yes. they have released two of the tracks. <laughs> yep. And one of which I have requested to play now. It's the track that really stood out to me called Brick. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's got a lot of a. Uh, I got a lot of old school uh, punk flow to it, but also the, you know, the epitaph sound, which was given off a lot of uh, skate punk and a lot of uh, melodic punk rock back in the day, but have since uh, changed with the flow throughout the decades that they've been around. But right. it's nice to know that some uh, punk bands and some punk supergroups, no less, are still coming out of their roster. I agree. I think that's great, and I think you did a great introduction. So uh, why don't before I'll just put that list off to the side. We'll talk about the list after you did an introduction for the band Fake Names. Why don't we just listen to that track? Yes, let's do it. This is Brick from that band.
That was Fake Names and Brick. Eric, that was a great track. That was a really good find. Uh, I like all those <laughs> bands, and I love Refused. I hadn't heard of that at all. And that, like you said, it's coming out May 8th. That's coming up pretty quick. So I'm glad you did, and I'm glad we played it. Yeah, I'm I'm really stoked on this band. With, all, with the other tracks, I think there's uh, two more that you can't listen to. It gives you about uh, what is presented, uh, which you wouldn't – Honestly, for me, I couldn't tell that this was what they were going for because of the the way that their logo was spelled out. It looked like it was just a, like an electronica or like a, I don't know, an acoustic artist uh, font that you would expect from one of those artists. I agree. When I first uh, saw that, I thought, what did Eric find? I have not talked to Eric yet. Maybe he bumped his head harder than I thought. But <laughs> it turned out really good. I think that that was actually that's a really good choice. Uh, not that the other ones weren't, but I, I was agree. I agree with you. I saw that album cover and I thought, this looks weird. I wonder what this is. <laughs> like you never know what you never know what you're gonna get out of uh, <laughs> out of Epitaph these days. But right, I was not expecting that. So that was a good that was a good surprise. Definitely in a. I guess you could say a time of need for new music. <laughs> right. And as you can tell, the band's from all over the place, uh, you know, U.S., Sweden, all over. That's cool. Fake names. So be on the lookout. I'm definitely looking forward to it and checking out the rest. And like you said, Eric, there's still two other tracks that are pre-released for people to go listen to. So get out there and go listen to fake names. Eric, there is, I'm going to read this list to you and you let me know if you've heard any of it or are you looking forward to it. So the list that we normally run down, I'm going to go over it pretty quick, but uh, we'll, we'll back up to April 19th. It's the 29th today. Uh, maybe not released. It could be worse. Neutral released Force of Compromise. Easy Killer released the single Time Traveling Ghost. Then on the 20th, Faz Waltz released Rebel Kicks. On the 21st, Oi of the Tiger released Hang the Clan on the 21st. Also, Oi to the World released, uh, it's a compilation. It's Punk and Oi Quarantined. That's a cool comp full of Oi music. Uh, on the 22nd, Golpe de Gracia had a split released with Blessure. That's an EP. And Broken Three Ways also released House of Cards EP. And then th those are both on the 22nd. On the 24th, uh, big release date, so a lot. Of, I'm going to read off all this stuff on the 24th. Lion's Law released The Pain, the Blood, and the Sword, and that was the digital version. The vinyl is actually going to be released same day as Fake Names, uh, May 8th. You'll be able to get the vinyl, and the vinyl is all over the place. They have like 10 different labels co-releasing that vinyl. It's pretty awesome. On the 24th, also, Krang re-released their first album. It's a reprint of Bad as Brain. You can get that on vinyl. You, you were able to get it on digital, too, but if you want the vinyl... Uh, that came about on UVPR over there in France. They released also Chernobyl, uh, an EP, Consumé par le Fille, and Collision released a two-track called Immortals. And then also on the 24th, Barstool Preachers released two singles. And those singles, really cool. They the go to a charity, so all the money that they raise, they put together a bunch of artwork, all kinds of cool stuff like that. They did a video, uh, when the world ends and, or when this world ends, that, uh, that was one of the singles. The video is really cool. Definitely go check all of that stuff out. Anything that the Barstool Preachers do, I'm a big fan of, but I think that's a really cool project. Uh, 
all the stuff raised is going to NHS workers, so the healthcare workers over there in the UK and their families. It's a cool thing they're doing. Two Minute Miner also released their second lockdown EP. It's called Extended Lockdown EP. Cool concept that they're recording like on their cell phones and stuff, putting it all together and releasing. And I think the first one might have been three tracks, the second one, five or six tracks. It's pretty cool. Uh, Safe Inside Records released Please Stay Safe Inside. It's a compilation and it benefits uh, those affected by COVID-19. I think the goes to maybe a food bank, if I recall correctly. That's Safe Inside uh, Records. That's a cool thing that they're doing. Color Killer released uh, Crocodile Rock. That was a single, an Elton John cover that they released. A bunch of young kids uh, up there in the Northeast. Uphill Struggle. They released uh, A Wise Man's Hell, and that was on the 24th. Violent Unrest, local band here in Utah, they released their demo, uh, Shelter in Place. It's an EP. Pissed off and proud. They released Fuck the World, had them on the show. I think I did that interview like a couple days before, or maybe a week before, and you weren't able to come. That was the interview that you were not able to do. Something came up last minute. It was a Saturday, whatever. Uh, those guys, finally, their, their stuff got released this last weekend. That's how early we had them on the show and played uh, some of their tracks. Violent Affair just released the Existential Crisis single back on the 25th. Brassic released 2.0 on the 27th. Pup, P-U-P, they released a, a new single called Anaphylaxis, a uh, band that we're going to be playing on the show today. Later at the end, HXTXD, which might stand for Hated, uh, you people can go figure that out if they want, but I looked at that. I'm guessing, uh, they released the sky was choked with stars. And then coming up on Friday speaker SPQR is releasing no pain or no brain, no pain. The roadblocks are going to be releasing troubled times. Black and enemy is releasing chasing the sun. Thug riot will be releasing Southwest stomp EP. And one of those brand new tracks off of that, Troubled Times is coming out on compilation that we've put together to help you out, Eric. Uh, Roadblocks, brand new track. That one's going to be on the compilation as well. And that's going to be released yeah. Friday on the 1st. Yeah, that's coming up sooner than you think. <laughs> yes. Also on the Friday the 1st. So all those are actually the 30th. That's tomorrow. Today's the 29th. Also on the 1st, on top of that compilation, that people can get and right now we're at 38 tracks I posted yesterday it was 37 tracks added a track might be adding a few more tracks so if 37 for 15 bucks wasn't enough we're going to be over 40 tracks for 15 bucks all the money's going to go to help eric out with his medical bills and his therapy and all the other stuff that he's got going on with with what's happened to him so get out there and on may 1st for everybody uh that's buy stuff buys music wait till may 1st on Bandcamp. Bandcamp's waiving all of their profit shares on this friday and so all money that people spend on music and such on may 1st is actually going to go 100 percent is going to go to the the artists or in our case uh the fundraiser that we're doing for you 100 percent will go to it it's pretty sweet yeah, it's uh, that was really one. Uh, I don't know, kind of like a hammer to the head, and for lack of a better term, <laughs> but in a good way. In a good way, because I've never seen, uh, at least in my case, I've never had an injury this this huge, pretty much. Right. And just a, 
Yeah, and just to wake up and we'll eventually uh, put everything together in my head and just realize how much support was coming from, uh, to me, just being almost out of nowhere. Cause, uh, but when I heard that all this was uh, coming together just for uh, just for the sake of uh, my, uh, my get wellness and just anything to just anything that people could put forward was uh, just an eye-opening experiences and uh, really helped me get through the recovery stage. So this is my opportunity, all of you who have dedicated uh, some money uh, through uh, for this compilation, I thank all of you sincerely because it really means a lot. And, and yeah, it's just no, uh, no other thematic way I think to get your, uh, to get your music out there. And especially with stuff that hasn't even been heard yet. Yeah. Just get people, uh, just get people excited about, uh, supporting multiple different things and <laughs> just one, uh, through just one album too. Right. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, and I, and again, I can't thank uh, the people who, uh, uh, started this uh, thing. I know. I know Dustin. I've already thanked him a million times. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, I can't remember the names off the off the top of my head. But uh, I know Dustin does. The people who helped up put, did all the physical labor of putting this together, as far as the from the art and the also the people who reached out to us after the after the news was dropped that this compilation was coming out. A sincere thank you to all of you people as well. Um, just filled with so much emotion with it right now. It's uh, almost to that point where I'm feeling everything and I can feel nothing at the same time. <laughs> well, I will, I'll put it out there for you. Uh, it, Jeff Holtgren did a great job with the artwork. Love it. Uh, I'm glad that he was able to put it together. I love his art. And then Mike, uh, who we had on the show about a month ago, and then also about a year ago, had Mike on twice talking about Rough Cuts, but he's also in Reckless Upstarts. He, huge part, thanks to Mike, uh, on helping me put this together. And then also Sam at 8 Up Records, and then all of the bands. We'll talk more about the bands. Kind of not really a secret, but at the same time, I'm not trying to push everything out just yet. You know, you know, we'll, we'll get to that on May 1st. But there are a lot of really cool unreleased tracks. There's a lot of tracks that are released, but a lot of great bands, bands that people might not have heard of yet. And so again, over 40 tracks for 15 bucks. It goes to help you out, which is great. And in return, they're going to get 40 tracks or 40-plus tracks, really good tracks, great bands from all over the planet, from Australia, all over the U.S., all over Canada, all over Europe. So many really cool bands. It's such a huge variety and such a, a great outreach, you know, uh, from so many people that wanted to help and wanted to add to this to, to help you out. It's really cool. There it is. I'm so appreciative of it. And I'm sure I'm going to feel that, feel the same way, if not intensified, when I get the chance to listen to that whole, that whole compilation just coming to, just coming out in its physicality. Yes. So yeah, it's one thing I can't wait. Just, uh, just another thing to look forward to in May. Yes. And speaking of that, May 1st, there's a few more tracks we're going to talk about. Boston Manor is releasing Glue on the 1st. Blacklisted is releasing Eye for an Eye EP. Mean Motor Scooter is releasing Mr. Sophistication. Days and Days is releasing Show Me the Blueprints. Knife Club is releasing We Are Knife Club. 
Step 13 should be released in their four-track EP. One of those brand-new tracks is on the compilation. Permission is releasing Organized People Suffer. Tot is releasing Untergang. On the third, The Killer Wells is releasing the self-titled Killer Wells. On the fifth, Voodoo Glow Skulls have a tribute coming out. It's called Puro Desmadre. It's on Smelvis Records. So a bunch of bands playing Voodoo Glow Skulls tracks. And then, just as we said, Fake Names coming out with their self-titled Fake Names. I'm sure there's others, but that uh, kind of sums up the list. Anything off that list you're looking forward to listening to, Eric? Oh, uh, well... I think a fake name kind of goes without a... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can't hear me talk uh, so much so much on that. Um, also, the Barstool Preachers. I'm really looking forward to that release as well. It just sounds... Uh, from the, the song that I heard, it just sounds like a... It was one of those songs that really stood out to me. Simply because of the fact it was like it was over. I'm like, I want more. Right. <laughs> what else have these guys gotten got in store for me <laughs> yes i'm looking forward to what they have coming out uh hopefully later i believe they're releasing something uh this summer maybe they have a split i forget but those two tracks that they just released and then the the video that definitely check them all out and i i impress upon everybody to go check them out just on the last episode played one of those tracks uh, and talked about the charity that they're doing. And we'll have a, another track on this episode, not just the compilation that we are talking about that's going to help Eric out, but there's some <laughs> other compilation, or not a compilation, but another album we'll talk about later on the episode. Let's play some music yeah. and we'll talk some more. Eric, I picked a, a couple new tracks. One is a band from Salt Lake City, The Usurpers. They released back in January 17th of this year. Uh, the album Future Wars. Did you ever get a chance to hear that? I never got a chance to hear that. I was, uh, I wasn't sure what I was doing back in January. I think it was mostly just a uh, job hunting, so I wasn't able to stay in touch with the uh, uh, the music scene back then. Uh, but I saw that that came out, and I was like, okay, I'll put that on the uh, on the list <laughs> that just keep growing of stuff I got to listen to. So right. never really got the chance. But when I saw it was on here, I'm like, okay, I finally get to. I finally get to hear what these guys have to offer. Yes, they're so, from yeah. Salt Lake. We're going to play the track Punks and Rogues. They have a website, usurpers.com, and they say on the website to get in contact with them, and they'll send you the MP3. So if you want it for free, you can contact them. But they are selling the album, I think it's for like 6 bucks on iTunes or on Bandcamp. I think they're discouraging you from giving money to the man, as it were. But... The, at least some portion of that's got to go to them. And if you wait until Friday, you can spend your six bucks, everybody, and go buy it there. Let's listen to Punks and Rogues, and we'll get a, a sample of what you have in store from the album Future Wars. Right. Still the walls, punks and rogues will be ruled by laws. <laughs> 
That's uh, pushing that shit the government's pushing. But anyway, what'd you think of that track, Eric? Oh man, that was some that was some decent grimy DIY material in there, right? And yeah, instantly caught on to Scatter's vocals because he's got such a, a such a unique kind of draw voice in this scene, and I just love it. I love hearing it. <laughs> it's good stuff. I think so, there's a lot of elements. You had some oi elements. You had some street punk elements. You had like a thrash metal solo there. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah I can see that coming in. If uh, their guitarist is the same Mauricio, I think it is. I remember jamming with him a couple of times with uh, uh, with the suburban Hell Kill. Oh, cool. And yeah, and he had all those styles mixed into his guitar playing. He was throwing in a lot of thrashy stuff he was throwing down some hardcore stuff and he just he looked the part he looked like he just loved that stuff and just wanted to like kind of bring that sound more to a more to a front with the music we were creating that's so, cool if you're the guy it's a it's a great mix here <laughs> yeah well that's the usurpers they're from salt lake go check out future wars it's on Bandcamp. It's on itunes and again i can't say enough this week Get your music this Friday, and I'm not saying to not get music after this Friday, but I think the first Friday, I'd have to double-check, but the first Friday of May, the first Friday of June, and the first Friday of July, Bandcamp has already posted that they're going to waive profit shares on all of those days. So if you're looking at new releases that will be coming up, plan to buy them on those days. More of the money will go to the bands. Uh, I think when they did it this past month in April, I think it was the first Friday or something like that, tons and tons of people bought. Lots of millions of dollars all went directly into the band's pockets. So do it again. Do it again this Friday. Yeah, seriously. Give give them a reason to post on Bandcamp some more. (laughs) Right? Well, let's play one more new track. This band is the Haddonfields. They're from St. Louis. They just released uh, Epidemic is what it's called, but it's EP capitalized, so EP, Epidemic, and it's an EP, and uh, you know they released it April 1st, and I've been talking about it on previous shows. A lot of bands are doing re- you know, something specific to the name of you know Epidemic, or we were talking about Violent Unrest. 
shelter in place or two minute mine or lockdown EP, you know, some something relevant to what's going on right now. That was too. The artwork on it's cool. These guys have been a band since 2003, and April 1st, they released this epidemic. Let's listen to the track, Eat You Up. Here it goes. It is the Haddonfields. I want you to know, no matter where you go, that's where I want to be. And you can count on me, no matter what you do, I'll never leave. That was the Haddonfields. Oh, man, it's nice to know that uh, some punk rockers out there still know how to write a very decent love song. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I love the way they wrote that. Uh, it's got kind of a, a horror punk-ish or maybe apocalyptic-ish love song style to it. But what I like about the music from the Haddonfields is I think that they have a sound similar to... Teenage Bottle Rocket, and by no means am I saying, oh, they sound exactly like Teenage Bottle Rocket, but I like Teenage Bottle Rocket. I like the way their music sounds, and this sounds similar, hence I like this too. The Haddonfields, I think they sound a little bit like Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah, they do. I kind of picked that up, especially in the especially in the kind of a guitar switching. Yes. I was like, okay, we're going to a bit of a solo right here in between the chorus and verse. Yes. Just kind of that. That old school rock and roll just kind of uh, mixing it up right there. So I really like that. I do too. I think the EP is really cool. Epidemic. People should go check it out. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it too, Eric. Uh, I don't know if you'd heard the Haddonfields before. Played them on the show. It's probably been a couple years. Definitely a different release. This is obviously a brand new release. So always excited to play bands I've already played because they're coming out with new music and I'm glad bands keep coming out with new music there's so much great music out there and that is definitely something that we can do during this lockdown quarantine time is listen to new music 
Absolutely. I mean, that's what I've been doing for the most part. <laughs> it doesn't have to be new music, too. There's plenty of other music to go out and discover or just listen to the bands you love. But as long as you're listening to music, I think that's a great thing. Definitely uplifting and uh, passes the time better than just sitting there staring at a wall or watching the same old shit on TV. Oh, yeah. I've been doing I feel like I got caught up on a year's worth of TV since I've been... I <laughs> bet. <laughs> it was just in a week. <laughs> it was right there where I'm like, I need to get back to my life. I need to... <laughs> yes, need to get up, need to do something. Yeah. But and but I do have a lead into that. That was, the, that was where I'm like, okay, I just got to start listening to music. I got to see if I can remember some of these songs. And yeah, for the most part. I really do. <laughs> That's awesome. That is good to yep. hear. Definitely don't want to lose out on any of that. Uh, this band that you, so we're going to start playing some older or lesser known tracks. This one's a couple years old. Uh, tell us about the band you picked. Well, the band I picked, I played them on the show before. One of a, a track that is more new than this one, but they are the reigning kings of grindcore, in my opinion from bringing it out of the 90s and into the 21st century, and that is Pig Destroyer. Awesome. And Pig Destroyer, yeah, they have they have a very swelling discography. They've released a lot of albums. I mean, they've been together since the late 90s. It was 97, coming out of Alexandria, Virginia, and they are still going now. They have a They have some type of system where they just know how to keep the same sound going, but also know what to add to just kind of make it they just kind of keep it interesting. And the album they put out, uh, the most recent one they put out was Head Cage. That came out in uh, 2018. And this was one of the standout tracks to me because uh, the day that it came out, I was talking to one of my friends who used to work at Grey Whale. And he was describing this song, how it was like, oh, yeah, it, goes that, it does that classic kind of groovy and grindcore stuff that Big Destroyer solidified in their sound. Uh, but then there's this uh, stop and then it's just this drum fill coming in. It's like it's building up to a breakdown. And sure enough, oh, it goes into it. The song, of course, I'm talking about is Army of Cops. And like the band's name, it's, uh, it kind of uh, puts a sense of like, oh, yeah, pick the story. It just sounds like they are trying to hunt down cops, maybe. But <laughs> that's just me, that's just me uh, going, off of my, uh, going off of my theory. So, uh yeah, quote me on it. I don't, I don't care. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, the song Army of Cops, it goes hard. It has that, it just has the sludginess to it that uh, that I heard very little of in uh, the rest of uh, Pig Destroyer's discography. But this is one that I feel is perfected. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let the song speak for itself. Here we are, Army of Cops. They watch you to
That was Pig Destroyer. Oh yeah, feel like they feel like they recorded that song in a slaughterhouse. Destroyed <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. If uh, you, for some of you, I guess you can see why it was such a standout because man, that build up and just that little pause and just letting that little uh, uh, the little electronic scream fill that gap before it just goes into a full on shunk fest. Uh, for me, outside of the, outside of me just loving it, it is kind of a way of challenging uh, grindcore heads. Like, oh, you think you can only listen to songs that are a minute long? Well, why don't you give this one a try? Right. That's three songs in one at that point, right? Oh yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's just, and another thing that really stood out was just I love those lyrics, the closing lyrics at the end, which if uh, they are broken apart. So you really, it really just kind of uh, begs the attention. Uh, but I just love how it's all thrown together. It's uh, why would God create something so weak unless he wanted it to suffer? Yeah. It's kind of a oh to the victims who suffer from uh, from police brutality or anything related to that. It's just a uh, – and, of course, an official pig destroyer stance. They are just like, yeah, we like to fool around with uh, what you think our vision is. Right. That's cool. Another way, you say, Grindcore doesn't make you think. Well, listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's good stuff. That kicks off the older, lesser known. Uh, the couple tracks I picked here to put on the show are definitely older. Uh, we're going to start with one that's older and then one that's even older. So the first one came out in 1999. Uh, the band is The Riffs. They're from Portland. Are you familiar with The Riffs? I'm familiar with the name because I feel like I've heard the riffs, uh, the riffs before, but knowing how common that name is, it could have been a different band. So sure. I can I, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if this sounds familiar to you. This is the riffs. They released Underground Kicks in 1999. Their first release was in 1999. Here we go. And their last release was in 2006. I don't know exactly the years that they may or may not have been active, but definitely no releases since 2006. But this is off the first one, and it's called Underground Kicks.
Bless the Riffs, Underground Kicks, that track's just over 20 years old. Wow. Man, couldn't have, uh, I couldn't say that I've heard that track, but it does sound pretty familiar to the riffs that I think I had listened to. Because <laughs> I remember it was like a mix of, it just sounded like a lot of old school uh, punk music when it still had a lot of uh, rock and roll right? Uh, influence in with, you know, with the guitar licks and the kind of a bluesy, uh, the bluesy riffs that come in. That's what, that's what really stuck out to me. And I remember thinking that it came out in like the 70s or the early 80s. I was like, no, this is all the way on the turn of the decade, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. 99 has been about 20 years old. That's cool. I think, yeah. you, I think you're right. They do kind of have that sound from even earlier than then. That's a, a sound that they obviously adopted. And uh, a style, if you see the, the actual band, pictures of the band, too, I think that they kind of had that style of the late 70s, early 80s punk as well. Oh, yeah. So definitely ahead of the game on that because I'm definitely seeing that style come back uh, in the scene today. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, this next track is The Glory. They're from Leicester in the UK. They've been a band since 1985, so they've been a band for 35 years and off of their first release, which came out in 86, so this is not quite 35 years old, but it's getting close to, it's about 34 years old, this track. It's called United in Anger. Skins and Punks was the EP that they released. So Eric, I am older than this track, but not by much, but this track is older than you are. <laughs> oh yeah, like almost a decade too. <laughs> yes. All right, The Glory came out in 86 they've been a band since 85 they're from the uk let's listen to united in anger Trying to take a 
such a great message coming there out of the mid-80s. The ruling class has us against the wall. It's united in anger. You divided, we fall. That's a, I feel like that's a cerebral message that's gone through, throughout the skinhead scene because it is mostly consisted of people who are angry. In right. such, a, <laughs> such a sense where it's like, that's the only thing we know. It's like, it's like drinking, anger, and and punk rock music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really was a great one. First, that was my first round with the uh, glory. Definitely one I'd want to check out more. Yeah, it's good sound. Uh, if you like 80s UK sound, early 80s UK, that kind of sound, they're right spot on with it. And I like, and at the top of the show, I was talking about people listening to so much great new music to listen to. But if you're not, go listen to old music, whatever. Just listen to music. Well, there you go. There's one that's 34 years old, and it's great. And I would go check out that EP, the the release uh, that they have. Any of the stuff from The Glory back there in the in the 80s, it's good stuff. It certainly sounds like it. If it sounds anything like uh, what I just heard, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to play something a little newer. So this part of the show, uh, instead of touring bands, it's fundraisers or if I didn't find a fundraiser track because that happened once uh, early on, then it would be quarantine releases. But there are plenty of fundraising tracks that have been coming out. We talked about the one that we're doing for you, Eric. But on this show, we're going to play one. It's the copyrights. They're from Carbondale, Illinois. I've played the copyrights previously uh, on the show, uh, they released on April 17th, they released, uh, and that's April 17th of this year, live in Italy 2019. So what they did is they took a show that they did in Italy, and they're releasing it, live version of it. There's like 15 tracks on there. Uh, it's their whole show that they did in Italy, and all the money they make, so 100% of the money raised from that album is going to go to the Protezione Civil and Arts for Illinois Relief Fund to help those who have been affected by COVID-19 virus. So it's really cool. A lot of bands are out doing something like that. They're re releasing something live or releasing some tracks that they had and trying to generate something for their community. These guys here in Carbondale, Illinois, are doing the same thing. The band is the Copyrights. You familiar with the Copyrights, Eric? I am familiar with them. I've actually... Uh, the first time I ever saw them uh, was, yeah, I think, way back in uh, 2014 when they opened up for seven seconds. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, and that was a great show. And uh, they were the opening band that just really uh, that just really caught my eye. They were really good setting up the energy that seven seconds was about to put forth. Because, honestly, you, you really can't top those guys. Even in the later years, you couldn't. But <laughs> that's a different story. Uh, but yeah, that's what put me down the rabbit hole of a lot of uh, copyrights records. And it's funny you chose the song Telescope because that came from the album that I looked into the most, which is, you know, Report. Perfect. And yeah, and I've yet to hear uh, a live version of that that I, well, that I haven't heard myself. But this one in particular, you know, I've been, this is one of the elements I was looking forward to on this episode coming back. Excellent. And especially probably probably because I have a bit of a connection It's uh, live in Italy and you know, Italy was one of the first countries to go completely shut down because right. of the COVID. 
And it was also a personal thing to me because I have family over in Italy. Like the entire side of my mom's relatives all come from there. So they're all experiencing the firsthand experience of that. Well, that's fantastic that all of that can kind of come together there. I like it. Yeah, just a... Yeah, it's just one of those uh, things, whether it's a coincidence or not, it's just uh, just one of those things that makes you examine life, I guess. But but yeah, other than that, I'm just excited to hear the song. <laughs> well, sometimes the universe has a plan, and uh, yeah, let's listen to the song. This is Telescope. It's off of the Live in Italy 2019, and as we both said, it's the copyrights. the copyrights that is a great song <laughs> that is that's cool i like it yeah definitely had some justice done to it with the uh, uh with this live recording so yeah i think congrats to them love that they're still kicking around i think they got a lot more good music inside of them uh, i agree there's another thing that i uh, which is kind of funny they also remind me of teenage bottle rocket nice uh, yeah most of them are, yeah I mean, mostly just on the uh, on the vocal landscape because they got a, you know, they kind of I, I wouldn't say they have alter- alternating vocals, but you definitely know that they got more than one guy who's uh, building up that sound. Right. And uh, yeah, and on top of that, their lyrics are a bit more serious than what uh, Bottle Rocket does. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
Yeah, because you can tell which one likes to uh, be more realistic and which one is uh, realistic with a sense of humor, <laughs> which are both good elements to have. It's what helps uh, uh, separate the line between them. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so I still won't say which one's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things that are better, or at least we'll call it great, a great cover-to-cover album, what did you pick for this episode? Oh, well, I had a hard time. Uh, picking the album because I was uh, putting a list together of like, what albums do I want to put on the uh, punk cast, old or new or whatever. And I chose this one because this was uh, in the scheme of like uh, my listening uh, throughout the, uh, throughout the recovery process. It's mostly revolved around like doom or sludge metal, which I, uh, which I did put one in on the show for a metal track. Spoiler. Uh, but the, <laughs> So, yeah, and that was just a way to, like, help the days, the long hours of the day kind of sway by while I'm listening to riffs that take about five minutes to get the point across. <laughs> but we get some good punk listening in there, and one that was always on repeat, it's an album that I listened to with uh, my girlfriend, especially while we are uh, doing chores, cleaning the house, or even while cooking or something, uh, was the Bouncing Souls album, Hopeless Romantic. It is a flawless record in my opinion and my personal favorite that came from those guys all the way back in uh all the way back even with the, the theme of 1999 from right. my previous track yep <laughs> yeah yeah and also an interesting thing about bouncing souls they were the first punk band i'd ever seen live and that was on warp tour back in uh, uh 2009 they were one of the uh, they were one of the showrunners that played right before Bad Religion came out and closed the whole festival out in the Salt Lake City area. Oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, they have a very uh, kind of have a personal connection to me. As in, like, as I was getting into punk music, Bouncing Souls is always in, on repeat. And Hopeless Romantic was the first record I ever bought by them. So, and it was mostly because of this first song that I'm going to play on there, which just really solidified uh, my thoughts on music in a. Uh, in a semi-humorous, but also a very relatable way as a teenager. And it was the song Bullying the Jukebox. So that's the first track that I'm going to have released on this record. Excellent. Well, let's hear it. Here it goes. Yep. Let's listen. Make us feel tough, but we are 
First track. That's a good one. That is, that is the first track. That's uh, so yeah. In case you couldn't tell by the lyrics, that was uh, how me and uh, my circle of friends kind of uh, acted with the music we listened to because it was a lot of punk and hardcore and uh, and even metal stuff stuff that we just kind of uh, took a liking to and just kind of uh, brought us out of some of the questionable music that we listened to in our early years. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and it was also a thing where it's like we kind of hung around with each other because we all know each other's music taste and we could and we just relate to each other on that front. And anytime someone else came in, they tried to show us some uh, new material and we were just like one note in. No, we don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and again, that's just the one of the teenage minds. It's something I still kind of uh, adhere to now, but. I, I don't know. I guess I do give the song a chance. I try and listen to another song by the same artist and see if they have anything of worth and then make a decision on it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that list is about 800 and a half miles long. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not as long as the music I do love. And, uh, and yeah, on that note, this is a, let's get into the second track on this album, which was a hard it was a hard uh, decision to make because, like I said, this album is my favorite, and there are just so many good tracks to just to just pick from. So I kind of had to narrow it down on what I was, I guess, on uh, the time of the week, what I was really feeling, uh, really feeling. And I couldn't think of a better song than "Fight to Live," "Live to Fight," "Fight to Live." <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's. Uh, I don't know if it was just like a 
the experience I had with this uh, injury really uh, kicking in, um, or just the fact that it's just a great and catchy song that just really gets the crowd running. But it does get me excited, and I think uh, I think the experience helps elevate that excitement a lot. So that's why I chose this one. So let's listen to it. Let's see if it still has that. Let's see if it still has that effect on me. Let's do. Here it goes. Good stuff. I like the bouncing souls. I just saw them last year when they came by. Yeah, so did I. I was uh, disappointed that we didn't get that song, but you know, whatever. <laughs> right? Uh, they have so many albums, so many tracks, and again, you, you picked an album that is over 20 years old now. It's about to hit uh, next week. It's about to hit 21 years old. So, at best, you probably get like two or three songs from that album, and they're probably focusing more on newer stuff, unfortunately. But fortunately, yeah. I guess it depends on your point of view. 
But then again, you know, they just have a, a lot of albums with a, a lot of material, you know, going up to like maybe 16, 17 tracks. Right. Uh, that are things that mostly pretty short. But again, it's just like, what do we fill the set with, the set list with now? It's just, uh, you know, do we go over the time or what album do we uh, exploit this time? Right. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I can't imagine because I've never been in a band for uh, 30 years. So it's. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I do know that struggle because. Uh, because uh, I've made a ton of playlists and I'm trying not to make them all six hours long. Just uh, like, no, we need five minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, good yeah, stuff. One of the best, one of the greatest, and they're still kicking around. So. Yes, they are. I've seen them twice just in the last couple of years, so I hope they continue to keep playing, keep putting out good stuff. I hope so, too. Eric, to. before we do my <laughs> album, my album, uh, I'm going to throw it out there it's subway thugs cool band they released uh ep subway thugs quite a long time ago back in 2001 uh their releases were from 98 to 2002 so a little little bit about subway thugs but before we get there before we get too much further because we're getting ready to wind down the show got a couple tracks off this album a couple metal tracks let's talk about uh, it reminded me, uh, just talking about the bands and I think back to stickers and stuff like that. So you have, you have a helmet that you're wearing currently, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. So the negative part is that you have to wear a helmet. You have to protect your head. But the positive part, let's focus on that, is you put stickers on your helmet, right? Oh, yeah. I've been putting, I've been putting quite a few stickers on here, make it look a little bit more... Uh, admirable <laughs> there you go so you have to wear a helmet but at least you're wearing it in style who are some of the the stickers that you you know the better stickers because you probably have it littered with them but who, who name some stickers that you have on there that are really helping that helmet stand out yeah well i think one of the uh one of my friends sent me a misfits crimson ghost sticker so that's uh chilling on the front part Awesome. Uh, right above a mob mentality sticker, who I think came from you. If it I'm did. Not mistaken. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was one of the stickers I put up on there. Um, I had some. I had some raunch stickers as well. Cool. Uh, and let's see what else did I get? Oh yeah, my friend uh, Dez from the band Disengaged hooked me up with uh, a shitload of Disengaged stickers. So I'm like, okay, well I'll put. This, I'll put at least one on here. At least I know it can be replaced. Right. Yeah. And uh, probably one of the uh, standout stickers I got was from uh, Conrad of Mandalore, who sent me some stickers that weren't even released yet. They were planning to release it on the uh, on the Central American tour that they were supposed to go on with All Systems Fail, which ended up getting canceled because of the COVID scare. Right. No, they, yeah. But... But recently, he's been uh, setting up all the merch and saying, this is what we were going to sell on tour, help the band out, you know, get something that you don't have. We have an EP, we have some you know, bandanas, which are a hit right now. Awesome. Uh, but the stickers that we got was a, uh, was a cross between a uh, Simpsons ref- reference, which was the uh, episode where the Van Houten parents split up and uh, Kurt, uh, husband, ex-husband, uh, tried his uh, tried dabbling in music at that point, and he released a song called "Can I Borrow a Feeling." <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was funny because they were making 
you know, obviously Mandalore was a Star Wars reference. A lot of their songs have the Star Wars appeal to them. The name of the first album was uh, Lord of the Rings thing. And I was just waiting for Conrad to come in and just put a Simpsons quote in there because I know he loves Simpsons about almost as much as me. But (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was just a great send-off to that. That's (laughs) awesome. It's just a really pure joke that was made. But it made me laugh, so it's on there right now. That's good. I'm glad to hear that the helmet has got all sorts of great decor on it. Yes, it does. Some of it might get... Some of them I might take off later and put on a uh, put on something that I want to show off to the world some more, but I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, <laughs> you'll get there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you haven't missed is shows. As you know, everybody's canceled everything. Uh, all the festivals for the summer, pretty much everywhere, are, are toast. Nothing's happening. Yeah, I know. I've been, that was another weird thing to wake up to. But it was also kind of a, a, kind of a, I don't know. I was like, okay, shows are getting canceled, but at least I won't miss any. That's true. That is true. You'd be bummed out if somebody great came through that you really wanted to see and you felt like you shouldn't or, what you know. So there, there's the, the glass half full perspective there. <laughs> yeah. But it's also funny because uh, uh, this party we were throwing at our house, it was because a show I was going to be at that night got canceled. And it was uh, Gate Creeper and Mayhem. Oh. And they were starting off their pool in Salt Lake City. But they canceled it that week. Bummer. So I was like, oh, if, that, if that show didn't cancel, COVID-19 right? didn't come in. Yeah. Would still be- <laughs> you wouldn't have skipped a beat. You'd just be locked down like everybody else. You wouldn't have woke up to a lockdown. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Stupid COVID-19, see all those side effects that people don't talk about? Yeah, I know. I've been getting, a, I've been getting overexposure to the COVID-19 side effects because uh, my parents, uh, when, I, uh, when I was uh, living with them, they always had the news on. So, they've all, so they were always exposed to uh, bad news and uh, stuff, that, stuff that's just elevated to scare the masses and uh, COVID-19 has been the thing for weeks that's just been scaring the shit out of people. And now that I hit Utah, they're overanalyzing everything. Right. But, which is a good thing, but it does get it does get tiresome. I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been, hitting, I've been hit with so many, like, you can have this symptom, you can have that one. I'm like, I know, I know. I've heard it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least there are people looking out for you and people that do care. So there's the positive there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's something I'm trying to, ca- trying to condition my brain to come back to. It's just like, just because they care. You know, they're not, they're only controlling parts of your life and not your whole life. You know, you're still, <laughs> able to, still able to go outside. It's just uh, keep the helmet on. Right. And that's all I'm registering at this point. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh but yeah, I can't wait for shows to start uh, Me too. start back up again. When, all of us. whenever <laughs> Right. Hopefully sooner than later. Uh at least in Utah as of Friday, the mass gatherings 
are being elevated. So right now, no groups greater than 10. It's going to be elevated to groups no greater than 20. That's still a small show. But I've been to shows that have had 20 people or less there. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> the played shows that had 10 people or less there. Right. And half of them were the ones. <laughs> right. Just stay six feet apart. Be in an open area. Yeah, so it's like, okay, perfect. I'll just go to the I'll go to local underground shows. That's fine. <laughs> right. That those will start popping up. I, I think by June, if they don't lift more, maybe even in May. I mean, May's a long month. We've already been without shows for six, seven weeks. Uh, I think before too long, bands will start doing house shows and underground shows. Uh, because they oh. want to and people want to get together. It's not just that the bands want to get out and play. It's that people want to get together and do something different. They don't want to be told what is safe. We determine for ourselves what is safe for ourselves, and they don't want that. So that'll probably start happening. Yeah, absolutely. And because of the uh, the dry spell, you can just imagine that the intake of people in that show is just going to be out the door. Right. Literally and figuratively speaking. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but be, for now, I mean, the only thing holding us over is like those uh, live, uh, those live videos of uh, members of bands practicing in their own spaces, just to like, oh, we'll give you this song. Yeah, we'll give you this song. We'll just hold you over for a little bit. <laughs> that is cool. That is good stuff. Well, let's let's wind down the show. Uh, this is my great cover to cover album. It's an EP. It's Subway Thugs. They did release, like I said, 98 to 2002 is when the releases came out. But just this past year in 2019, they released The Good, The Bad, and The Thugly, which is the complete collection of the band. You can go on to Bandcamp. I believe that there are vinyl out. Go look for it. Uh, Longshot Music or LSM Vinyl. And that's because Mike Longshot was in the band. He was also in Emergency, Sydney Ducks, and in Suede Razors. Other guys in the band, Rob Horseman, he was in Alternate Action. Nick was in Emergency, all great Canadian bands. And on top of that, the vocals, you'll uh, they'll sound familiar because it's Greg Huff, who also did vocals for Alternate Action, Bishop's Green, and the Lancasters, all great Canadian bands. The band's from Vancouver area. Let's listen to two tracks from that EP, and the first one we're going to hear is Deceived.
I really like Greg Huff's vocals. That is a that was a really fun song. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean the guy's vocals are just uh well, you could say I could I could say consistent. That guy was just like holding on this uh, balance of like grindiness but also melody, which is it was much appreciated. <laughs> right. I I think it's great. I'm a fan of all the bands that that Greg is in, Alternate Action, uh, Bishop's Green especially, but uh, Subway Thugs was a band I wasn't that familiar with, and then they released that complete collection, and then I just really started listening. I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, Greg's in there, Mike Longshot, I love Mike, great bass player, uh, love that stuff, and then there you go, Subway Thugs, that's really good stuff. Yeah. Another, another funny thing was the, uh, uh, this is also kind of a funny coincidence, but I also saw uh, Greg's other band, Bishop's Green, opening up for seven seconds the last time they were in Salt Lake. Nice. That is yeah. awesome. I wish I would have been at that show. I definitely uh, have been missing Bishop's Green when they've come. I had tickets to them for punk rock bowling a couple years back, and they were unable to do the show, and... Uh, I keep missing yeah. them, so one of these days, I, I can't wait to see them. I was going to see them this year. They were going to be playing like the main uh, festival stage over at uh, Punk Rock Bowling, and then that shit got canceled. Yeah, I think, uh, I, think I remember the show that uh, you were talking about a couple of uh, Punk Rock Bowlings ago was uh, uh, was the one that they were supposed to play, but then right before the uh, – not right before, but like within the month, they – basically broke up as a band. Yeah. 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 That was, that was just a huge, that was a huge blow. I mean, I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen you enough times. <laughs> yep. I agree. And yeah. I'm glad that they were going to play some shows. So I hope they do still decide to play some shows coming up. When, when, oh, yeah. when people I, are able to play shows again, that is. Oh yeah. I know uh, the thing with Kevin, I know he's still very active in, uh, doing his music, but it's a solo acoustic material, which he's been doing for years, but you can tell he's still got the bug. So maybe he, maybe he'll get the band back together, or maybe he'll get a whole new band together. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this uh, great cover-to-cover -cover album up. The last track, next track we're going to play. And again, this came from 2001, so this is coming up on 20 years old as well. Uh, the track here is called Who the Fuck Are You? <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, that wraps up Subway Thugs. Yeah, that's some. That really is some good stuff on there. Yes, I recommend everybody go check out uh, the good, the bad, and the thugly. You can go hear everything that the Subway Thugs put out, and again, they do sound a lot like, not sound, but you know, similar sounds because Greg's singing to Alternate Action and to uh, Bishop's Green. So check out all those bands. Great, a lot of great Canadian bands there. Uh, it's good stuff. I like it. That wraps up the great cover to cover albums. Eric, we're winding down the show. Uh, let's play some metal. What'd you got? Okay. Now going back to, uh, uh, what I said earlier about listening to a lot of, uh, sludge and doom. Uh, I decided to pick this one, one because it was the shortest track of the bunch. And another was because it just barely came out. It came out on 420, 2020. So, <laughs> We didn't like what these guys do in their spare time. Uh, but yeah, the band is uh, Dust Lord. They come all the way from Colorado Springs. And I actually met them, uh, as I've said on the show before, I have this uh, other project that I do with my best friend uh, where we, uh, we write about bands, we interview uh, other musicians and artists and skateboarders, everyone that we find interesting. And Dustboard was interesting because they came to one of the first Sagan's Youth art galleries, uh, really because a mutual friend uh, was just like finding stuff to do in Salt Lake uh, on their, uh, basically on one of the free nights they had there. So I was like, let's go check out this gallery. It's free. And that's when we met them. We learned that they were in town to record their album with Andy Patterson. And they did. And that album just came out. It was called Machine Cult. And since it was released, I listened to it maybe about six times over. Nice. It's really good. Yeah, got a huge, uh, a lot of a lot of styles that range from Black Sabbath uh, to Electric Wizard to Yob Sleep. So it's a lot of heavy riffs, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, guttural vocals at times, uh, and really every song on there is uh, is just amazing. Uh, but this one, I had to choose. Uh, really because I just love it so much and also because of the time. It's the shortest one we got on there, but you won't even notice those uh, six and a half minutes go by. This is Rust Blood from Dust Lord. Let's listen.
Well, that was Dust Lord. That was the, the shortest track you say, Eric? Shortest track that they've got recorded. It's at seven and almost three quarters of a minute. So <laughs> <laughs> that I wonder how long. What do they have? Like five tracks? Does uh, five tracks make a full length there? Um, if I remember correctly, I think it's right at seven. Okay. And but yeah, the other two are like uh, even longer than this. The average is around seven or eight minutes, but I think the longest one is just a shade under ten minutes. Wow. Yeah, they, they went after it. I mean, that that's quite a, a feat, quite an accomplishment, I think, to create something, you know, one thing that is so long. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's uh, one thing I noticed about these uh, more Doom or Sludge-related bands is, like, it's slower, uh, but it's slower in a way where it gives you more of a chance to really feel what they're putting out. Just, like, a lot more to digest, in a way. Wow. But it does test your patience. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. cool stuff. Uh, we got one track left. We're about to wrap this show up. The last track, this metal track that I picked, uh, the band is HXTXD, and it might be hated. You know, if you substitute an A and an E for those two X's, maybe I don't know. Uh, but they released today, or no, actually, it was yesterday. Sorry, the twenty eighth on the April twenty eighth. They released The Sky Was Choked With Stars, and the band is from Los Angeles. Are you familiar with this band? I am not. Um, most, bands that I, uh, most bands that I know that have uh, two X's in their title are on the front end and the back end of the word. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm not, so yeah, I can't say I'm familiar with uh, Hated, Hope, if that is indeed their name. Yep, but... that's a guess on my part. Yeah. So, so yeah, hated is. Uh, yeah, I can't say I have any uh, familiarity with them. Uh, this is the first time I'm even hearing about them. So, yeah, you could say that my uh, interest has peaked. I was really, I really can't wait to hear what these guys have to offer. Well, from the album, the sky was choked with stars. Let's listen to the track "Dissection for Sport."
that one was right up to the last second. Look at that. What'd you, <laughs> wow. <laughs> What'd you think of that? Well, I got to say, that was, uh, that was a style of music. It's kind of hard to put my finger on. I mean, I can obviously tell the metal and uh, uh, quite a bit of hip-hop influence in this one. Uh, but, yeah, it just sounds like a... Uh, one of those early bands that were like coming off of the uh, uh, coming off the new metal flame, but trying to add this kind of a metalcore approach to it, which was like all those uh, uh, guttural, high pitched vocals. Right. Yeah. At least that's that's what I picked up on it. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely something I'm probably going to check out some more of, just to kind of get what their lyrical approach is, because that was one thing I couldn't pick up. Right. Yeah, a little more <laughs> difficult. Uh, if you're checking it out and anybody else is trying to check it out, it's HXTXD. The sky was choked with stars. You can go find it on Bandcamp. And remember, Friday, Bandcamp. That's the time to go. Support all the bands, support all the fundraisers, support all the compilations, including that compilation we're doing for you, Eric. Get everybody out there yep. and share it out. Get out there as like a proto-Black Friday sort of deal. <laughs> right, Exactly. It's good stuff. Well, this was the longest episode I think we've recorded in a long time, so I'm glad to have you on the show. All kinds of stuff to talk about, and it's nice to be able to talk with somebody else about it instead of talking to myself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This was a, this was a deservingly uh, longer episode. There was, a, there was quite a bit to go through, even outside of the form of music. It was, uh, it was good. It was a good comeback episode for me. I'll Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well worth it. A lot of great stuff. Talked about a lot of great stuff. And such a great amount of music as there always is and as there always will be on this show. Absolutely. That's kind of our main goal is uh, the, the best way to entertain people is uh, either playing good music or show them good music. Absolutely. So we like to do here. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all these bands can be found on Instagram at Fake Names Official, at the the dot usurpers, at Pig Destroyer Official, at the Riffs underscore Official, at the Copyrights, at Bouncing Souls and J, at Dust Lord underscore Official, at SLC Punkcast is the show on Facebook. They're at Fake Names Official, at the Haddonfields, at real at the Real Pig Destroyer. The Riffs are there as well at the Glory dot dot UK. At the copyrights band, at Bouncing Souls, at Dust Lord Party Doom, and at eight or at the HXTXD and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me my Instagram, scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC, and you can also find my band on there at Anonymous Band Official. And you can find them on Facebook as well at Anonymous SLC. And you can find my writing and such on, uh, especially mostly past on Slug Magazine's website. And you can also see some of the current work I'm doing through now with, uh, uh, <laughs> name slipped my mind for just a second, at Sagan's Youth, which is also on Instagram, exactly what I said. And you can find a link to where the website's on there. I try and post uh, links on my Facebook, not my Facebook, my Instagram as well. So if it does pique your interest, we do have some new work coming out, especially now since we have nothing to do but listen to music and uh, write about it. And also, uh, kind of an announcement here, I am 
currently working on a review of that Dustlord record. Awesome. And that is probably going to be my first, I think it'll be my first CD review of this year, now that I think about it. Wow. So, so yeah, perfect album to start off on, in my opinion. <laughs> Excellent. That's good stuff. Yeah, it really is. So, can't wait to get back on that. Can't wait to, yeah, can't wait to listen to it again. <laughs> perfect. Well, Check Eric out there. Reach out, Eric. Tell him how much you missed having two people talk on the show instead of just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it really does have a really does make a difference. Just having some dialogue going through, some uh, reactions. Absolutely. Thankfully, we haven't gotten any arguments. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the show can be found you've already found us somewhere, but you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Music Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 154. Still try to continue to do a couple episodes to a week while uh, the lockdowns are in place, but they might start getting lifted soon. So when people start getting active and having other things to do, we'll probably just go back to doing one a week. But until then, We'll try to keep it up, keep putting out new music. And uh, until the next time, Eric, thank you for joining me. I love I love joining you. I love being here. It's one of the things I love doing the most. <laughs> Excellent. Well, until the next time, everybody. Play the fucking outro.